This week is Parsha's Kisavai, and a large part of this Parsha is all about the Klolos, the punishments and the warnings and the curses and the suffering that the Torah talks about when a person doesn't follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu's will. And Chazal tell us that there are two parashas in the Torah that contain Klolos. One is this one, Kisavai, the Teichacha, and another one is in Bichu Kaisai, the end of Ayikra. Also has the Teichacha. This year, unfortunately, we weren't in Shul. Uh, we, were still, uh, we were still shut down at that point. And Ezra HaSeifer, Ezra HaSeifer, when Ka'Israel came back to the Beis HaMikdash, second Beis HaMikdash, part of the Anshikness Agdala, he ordained and he made the setup of us laning um, every Shabbos. He said that we have to ensure that two parashiyas are in a certain place, a certain week of the year. One is this week's parasha, Kisavai has to take place before Rosh Hashanah. And Bechukai said the other Teichacha, the other Klalos, these other punishments should be before Shavuos. And the Gemara says, why? Why is it so important that we lay in these Klalos before Rosh Hashanah? So the Gemara says, you know why? Because Tichle Hashanah Ukilalesah. We want the year to end with all its curses. We want that to be left in the old year. And the new year, Tochel Hashanah Ubrechesah. We want the new year to begin with its blessings. So that's why we lay in the Teichacha before Rosh Hashanah, we ensure it takes place before Rosh Hashanah so that all the Klalas should stay in the old year and the blessings should begin in the new year. Now we certainly have a year behind us that we would very much like that Tichla Hashanah V'Kilalesau, all the curses and punishments and difficulty and suffering should remain in this past year and the new year should begin with all its brachas, right? Wouldn't, what wouldn't we give for a vaccine-tested fully active and usable, delivered to our doorstep, Arab Rosh Hashanah or the day after Rosh Hashanah. That would be wonderful. That would be Tachel Hashanah Birchaisal. So let's try to figure this out. So Rav Tzadik explains in pre-Tzadik that the two parashiyas of Klalos, Parshas Buchu Kaisai and Parshas Kisavai, represent the two major disasters, the two major catastrophes in Klal Yisrael. The Klalos of Parshas B'chu represent the destruction of the first base of Mikdash, and the Klalos of Parshas Kisavai represent the destruction of the second base of Mikdash. So he explains further that the first base of Mikdash we know it was destroyed because of Avadizara, Gilaraya, Shrikhazdamim. It was destroyed because of idolatry, because of illicit relationships, and because of murder. And toward that end, we want to be misakin that. So we read them right before Shavuos, and we get. In this area, we get inspired by it, and we know we have to be misak that, so we go right into Shavuos, Kabbalah, Satayra, and we're makabal those mitzvahs upon ourselves. We're going to strengthen ourselves to keep the Torah and all its mitzvahs, all its commandments. And the second base of Mikdash, he says, is represented by this week's parasha, Kisavai. All the punishments are things detailing, explaining, developing what actually ended up happening during the destruction of the second base of Mikdash, according to Chazal. And we know that the second base of Mikdash was destroyed. Why? Because of Sinas Chinah. And he says that's why it has to be laid before Rosh Hashanah. Because he says on Rosh Hashanah, we can be misakin sinas chinam. How? What does that have to do with Rosh Hashanah? So he says, because in Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur, in every single tefillah, we say, Hashem, that he should put his awe, his yira, a masacha, your awesomeness should go upon us. And what will happen as a result? will all become as one, will become one united nation, to serve you with one heart. So he says, Rosh Hashanah inspires Yerushalayim, and the inspiration of Yerushalayim will bring us to overcome Sinas Chinam. 
And that's why we lane these talk, these kalalas here to give us that inspiration to do something about the sinas chinam so that we can have a year of bracha. So here we have the key in our hands. Now we know what to do. We know what to do. We want our vaccine. We want to have a year of brachas. We want this year of kalalas to end. That's what we got to do. We just have to achieve year shemayim and wipe out sinas chinam. Right? If it would only be that easy. But let us examine the parasha a little bit more and we'll get a better idea of what exactly it is that we're meant to be doing. The parasha has a beautiful three psukim. Beautiful, beautiful three psukim. And I'm not going to read the whole three psukim, but the, what the Pasik says is, Hashem ha-marta ha-yoyim li'as You, Klal Yisrael, you were ha-marta. And there's different translations, but this is what they mean. Either you chose Hashem, you praised Hashem, you set Him apart, you crowned Him. All those different interpretations of Hamarta Hashem. You made Hashem special. Lias like Him, and you chose Him as our God today. Hayoyim, today, we chose Him. And what does Hashem do? And Hashem chose you today. Lias Loilam Segula, to be his chosen nation, and for you to be a holy nation of Akadish Baruch. So we chose Hashem, and in return, Hashem chose us. He made us his Am Segula, his Am Kaddish, and we made Hashem our God, and we listened to his mitzvahs and his commandments and his chukim and his mishpatim, as the Pasik details. So, how did we at that particular moment in history, in this week's parasha, where did we choose Hashem? Hayoim, we chose Hashem. How did we do that? So the Sepharna says an amazing thing. And it gives us a new perspective on what the Klaus, what this Teichacha really means. He says, Klal Yisrael, I'll read you the words, You, Klal Yisrael, you accepted upon yourself this bris, this covenant, and these punishments that are detailed in this parish, Ashabah, Avdin Kol Toiv Gashmi, that within these clauses is the destruction and the abandonment of every good and comfortable and pleasurable thing in this world. If you forsake this covenant, this bris, this agreement between me and you, you have elevated and chosen a Kaddish Baruch by doing this. You've demonstrated that keeping Hashem's will is more important to you from everything that's good in the world. Which means when Klal Yisrael were presented with all these Klalas, all these curses, all these punishments, it wasn't being told to them. And it wasn't being darshan to them, and they weren't speaking at Klal Yisrael and warning them and punishing and threatening them. That's not what happened. This was a presentation. And Klal Yisrael then offered a choice. Are you willing to go into a covenant with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that holds such risk, such responsibility? Are you willing to have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that hinges on it being 1,000% dedicated to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? It's not a two-way street. Nothing can stand in the way of this relationship. It has to be a total commitment. And Klal Yisrael accepted that. And they said, you know what? It's more important for us to have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu than to have every good thing in the world every comfort, every pleasure. And not only that, we're willing to suffer. We're willing to accept all the pain, all the sorrow, all the destruction, all the tragedy that's detailed in the Teichacha. It's all worth it to be able to have this relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
And at that moment, when they relinquished the call to the high Alma for the sake of having a closeness to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, they relinquished every good thing in this world, that is when they become, became true Avdei Hashem, true servants of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's when we demonstrated true love of Hashem. We elevated Him. That's true Malchus. We elevated HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the highest level. This is the defining point of any relationship. The level of love and dedication between any two people is measured by how much they're willing to give up to maintain that relationship, to preserve it. If a parent loves a child, they'll give up everything for them. They won't sleep, they won't eat, they'll give up all their money, anything, to help the child, to save the child, to preserve the child, to ensure their success. There's nothing in the world that's more important to a parent and more valuable to them than that relationship. Giving up everything is a symbol of true dedication, true love. And when we accepted our relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even at the expense of suffering, the loss of every single good thing in this world, every pleasure, every comfort, and even more, we're prepared to suffer the Klaus in their place, we cemented our relationship as never before. We are truly devoted to Hashem and thereby Him to us. Husbands and wives truly show their love for each other when? When they give up for each other. When a husband tells his wife, you sleep and I'll stay up all night with the baby, that's an act of true love. In that moment, he's giving up his sleep for his wife. When a wife will work around the clock and take care of the house and do all that is necessary, turn, totally give herself up so that her husband ensure, ensure her husband's success, that's true love. She's giving up her comfort, her enjoyment for his sake. The relationship and love gets deeper and deeper as they see, as they demonstrate to each other how much they're willing to give up, up for each other, for the sake of their relationship, for the sake of being together, to keep that relationship going. So Klal Yisrael clarified that love to HaKadosh Baruch Hu when they heard the clause because they accepted the clause upon themselves. They said, it's all worth it for us to be able to have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's nothing in this world that's more important than that. We'll give up everything. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us, this is a two-way street. This is reflected me to you, you to me. Uh, you're my Am Segul and you're my Am Kaddish. One of our biggest impediments in growing in Tyre and Hashem is not recognizing the level of importance that we have, each one of us, as a Chelek of Yisrael. We are Am Segula. Am Segula means the chosen nation, the most important and precious nation on this world. Being the chosen nation means that everything in this world is a backdrop to Klal Yisrael. It's context. That means that every single nation in this world, from the depths of China to Spain to Italy, everywhere in America, that there was coronavirus. It was there for our betterment. It was there that Klal Yisrael should change. It was there that something should occur within Klal Yisrael, and much did. That's why the whole world was turned on its head. That's Am Segula. That's what it means. That's the importance of every single Jew. It gives us tremendous value and tremendous responsibility, obviously. Look, the second attribute we have is Am Kaddish. We're a holy nation. We become a holy nation through keeping Torah and mitzvahs. Every Jew that davens, every Jew that keeps a mitzvah, every Jew that eats in a sukkah, every Jew that has a holy thought, that has Yerushalayim, that has Bitachim, that has any, any part of Avedis Hashem is Kaddish. He's holy. Anytime we give up something for Avedis Hashem, we become immeasurably holy. 
That's Am Kaddish. Every Jew has this spark and fire within them. And we have to tap into it. And part of becoming Aguda Achas is the recognition that Hashem is one and we are one. Our relationship with Hashem hinges on our relationship with another, one another. HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs every single Jew. Every single Jew is part of Am Segula. Every single Jew is sufficient within himself to be the chosen one that the whole world was created for. Every Yid has Kedusha that he gives to this world. Every Yid contributes to his relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And if we allow something to come between us and another Jew, we're allowing something to come between us and Hashem. If we're willing to give up everything for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Yir Shemaim, the Malchi is that we accept upon ourselves on Rosh Hashanah, nothing comes between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then nothing can come between us and another Jew as well. If we think of the various different relationships we have in our lives, and there are many different levels, there's close family ties, there are friends, old friends, new friends, there's community, there's shul, with people we send our children to school with, and each relationship is different and unique. And if we're human, and we are, there is, without question, people that have hurt you, people that have insulted you, have wronged us. And us, our nature is that we resent that, we don't appreciate it, and it bothers us and it hurts us. And we hold a grudge. We have it there. It's there somewhere. Some of them are long-standing grudges for years. Some of them are little ones, but they're there. And often we don't do anything about it, but we hold on to it. And we kind of hold on to that grudge like it's a precious thing. And it is really precious because somehow by holding that grudge regarding our own dignity, that person insulted us, that person hurt us, affected us, and that's not okay, because this is me, and I'm more important than that. So we hold on to that grudge, we hold on to it tightly, and we let it come between us and the other person. But that other person is a holy person, that other person is a chilek of Am Hashem. That person is Am Segula, he's chosen by a Kaddish Baruch Hu just as, as we are, and that person does learns Torah, does mitzvahs, serves Hashem, and creates Kedusha in the world, although he did something, and perhaps did something even terrible. And all in all, whatever grudge we have is something physical. It's something of this world. It's something that's only important because it's something of this world, it's something Gashmiistic. And we as Jews are ready to give up everything. We accept the calls upon ourselves and we say, nothing is more important than our relationship with you, Hashem. So if we want that it should be we want this year to end with all its curses and we want the new year to come with all its blessings try to find one of those little grudges that we have and then take one for the team put it aside and say I'm giving up on this one I'm going to forgive that person I'm not going to hold it against them we could look ahead and make that Kabbalah for the future people that we know we struggle with people that we know is hard for us. And it's that moment of giving up for the sake of our relationship with them and with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that we've accepted upon ourselves true Malchus Shemaim. And that's when Hashem says, you chose me and I choose you. That's We understand what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is and nothing is more important and then we become one with everybody around us. And that's what we need to ensure that we have a blessed and a wonderful year. 
May we all be zeichet to work on ourselves in this way, be inspired to see the godless of every Jew, the holiness of every Jew, the importance of every Jew, and not let anything come between us. And thereby be zeichet to Ashana Taiva Umesuka. Have a good night and a good Shabbos. Amen.